Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 60 of the Two Vets Talk Vets podcast, where too much talking about pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Andert, and I'm supposed to be at a friend's house going and looking at their new house and their new puppy, but instead I'm here recording with my mate, Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, Robbie, good. I'm loving the commitment, mate. Loving oh, the commitment. It's how much I love Two Vets Talk Pets and how much I love the listeners too, Lewis, yes. that I'm willing to... Put it all on the line, you know, as I've, I'm, we're, we're here recording, the. in case anyone's wondering why we're recording in a bathtub, we're actually here in the prep room of the, the wonderful Waverley Animal Hospital. Yes. We've, we've brought the podcast, you know, right, right to the coalface. Exactly. Well, Robbie was just too busy. Too busy. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to come down Saturday afternoon and after he's finished work. Have you taken that alpaca top off as well? Because you know, you've come in, I mean, it is a little bit chilly outside, but have you taken that alpaca top off yet? I have to be honest, mate. I've slipped in it. And, nice. Uh, and it's very warm. Oh, I'm sure very it is. Very warm, yes. Have you worked out whether or not it's baby packer yet or? No. No, no. It wasn't maybe packer? Maybe alpaca. No, yeah. no. I put a, put a, a, a cigarette lighter to a section of it. <laughs> Oh, really? Nylon. nylon. Was, that, was that just to check and make sure it wasn't asbestos? So, yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> oh, is that you too? Yeah. Oh, you know, we go to, uh, go to countries and, and the uh, people selling the handbags and they put a flame on it. Oh, really? Have you ever seen that? To try no. and show you that it's not, not plastic. Not but plastic. It's, it's genuine leather. Really? Fantastic. Yeah. 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 But anyway, episode 60, mate, do, do we get a seniors card now? Is there some kind of, do we get a discount now? Or that's we, a good yeah. point, Lewis. 60. I mean, gee, was it, I mean, we've been doing it for a while now. Yeah. So could, could you maybe have shown that when you went to IMAX to see the Avengers it's got a little seniors discount you know uh, look there's I like where you're going with it but I think they knew that any senior would have been asleep by that time <laughs> so, so, so I saw it at 9.30 at night yes right on the Monday night because I knew I had the day off the next yes. day the movie didn't start for a little bit later so I didn't oh. get out of the cinemas until 10 past 1 in the morning wow 10 past Did you have 1 a, have, a, have a little toot break in the middle there mate no, or, no you went no, right through no intermission I, I didn't have anything to drink from 3 o'clock in the afternoon right and yeah. I, I lit, wait sure I went to the toilet three times beforehand nice you know just nice. to make sure and there was a line of people doing the same sounds like going to an exam yeah you know, that's right exam. the nervous energy Lewis yeah. that's what that's what was permeating it's through nervous little whittle everyone wanted to see Thanos get his ass <laughs> handed to him yeah right are we allowed to say that What's that, Thanos? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. okay. Not allowed to say flirking. <laughs> oh, flirking. Back, <laughs> back on that again. All right, what's been happening this week, mate? Uh, so, uh, I've had an if. So been really really busy. Hence the reason why I've had to drag Lewis out to um, out to work to, to record. Had this interesting case during the week, right? So so um, lady brought in her older cat. Is about sort of eleven or twelve years of age. Um, it, Perfect health otherwise, weight's been stable. We're going to start it on some anti-inflammatories. I said, look, it's probably a good idea to run some blood tests on yep. it just to check and make sure everything's okay. Did that, magnificent. I've got this little line that I that I use, you know, just to let the, the listeners oh, yeah, give it, yeah. behind the you know yeah. behind the third the fourth wall here, you know. I always go, look, there are an awful lot of animals out there of your cat's age who which their bloods looked as good as yours. Oh, How's that? That's lovely, you know, that's mate. Not that's too bad. Sweet talker. You know, just, just, just that's that good. Bit. Yeah. There's, and, there's and truth it, to it. Shout out to all the listeners out there that have heard that many heard that times. Line. That's right. Many yeah. times, <laughs> Robbie. My my one is is generally I go oh. 
buds are amazing. It's like they're it's like they're a little kitten again. Oh, just fantastic. like they're a little kitten. That's, yeah, that's yeah. my little go-to kitten or a puppy. Love nice it. one. You don't Love say it. the thing of oh, it's almost like the, the the bloods have got mixed up in the lab, and you know. Well, no, that's no, probably not a good no. one. No. That might happen one day. I don't, <laughs> don't, want, don't want to preempt that. So, so uh, this cat's gone home on anti-inflammatory because it's got arthritis, and so the cat's doing brilliantly, moving around really, really well. Came in for a checkup, and I thought, geez, this is weird. This cat's not due for a checkup for another couple of months. Yeah. Came in and waited, and like the cat's lost about two hundred and fifty grams. Ooh. And talking to the owner, that's not and ideal. Going, so what's going on? And she's going, well, look, seen like good appetite, and everything seems like it's going okay. But it seems like it's drinking more water and weighing more. And in the back of my head, I'm going, oh, crap, don't tell me that the anti-inflammatories are cause kidney failure. Right. Remember we spoke earlier, you know, many, 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 many pods ago, you know, given that now we're seniors. Yes, that's know, right. 60 seniors, you know. Um, at, at 100, do we get a letter from the Queen? Maybe. That's a thought. That'd be all right. That's a thought. So back when we were concession card holders, maybe. Yes, that's Students. right. Students, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so we're talking about that, that anti-inflammatory is fantastic for arthritis, but one of the potential problems that can happen is that you could uh, potentially push a cat into kidney failure. Yes. I, in my hands, very, very uncommon. It I mean, is. Un- oh, it's all, uncommon. Yeah, a lot of cats that, that I know have got kidney disease that I've got on anti-inflammatories and they're stable, but every now and again you get one that you put them on anti-inflammatories and their kidneys do get quite bad. Bad. It's just bad luck, isn't it? And, Unfortunate. Oh, and so I'm sitting there going, oh, no, 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 don't tell me it's the anti-inflammatories that have caused it. So look, we should run some more blood tests and see what's going on. Blood test, urine test, cat's diabetic. Oh, sorry, go, good news, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know how I said that your cat's blood previously looked great? Well, they still look pretty good, but it's just now your cat's got diabetes. But the kidneys are fine, so that's great. So um, so the good news for that cat is now it's on insulin twice a day. So, Well, there you go, better than kidney failure, I Better reckon. than kidney failure, and it's arthritis is great too. So so good it's stuff, all coming mate. up millhouse. So that's what good. I've been, that, that's that's one case out of the 150 that I've seen. Well, that's a win. So I think I'd call that a win. big win. That's a win. Now Absolutely. I'd call that a win. Save Saving lives, Lewis. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Diabetes. Well, you know, didn't treat it, would have died. Yeah, exactly. And and didn't come in for a checkup. No. Wouldn't have diagnosed it. Exactly. So would have struggled along. So, so yeah, again, another thing we are speaking about previously, if you notice your animal is losing weight or drinking more, that is not right. Get them to the vet because there is something going on. Yeah, we're going to have to run some tests to work it out, but there is something going on with your pet. Yeah, exactly. And uh, look, uh, the... Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up is actually we had a little kitten in this week, the yeah. quite unwell uh, purebred Burme, uh, Burmese kitten, I yeah, think it was, right. and um, oh, eleven weeks old. Um, and oh, look, I think it's got feline infectious peritonitis. Oh, poo. No, it's got you know bad UV, uh, bad inflammation in its eyes. Yes, yeah. Um, it's got some, some yeah, uveitis. We call yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I heard you about to drop that. And yeah, yeah. Just to make sure someone wasn't yeah that people didn't think when you said you that you you're going to sort of throw a, a personal dispersion oh, at me. No uveitis. Yeah. No, uveitis. UV-itis yes. So inflammation of, of the eye. And um and uh, yeah. So look. Jury's still out. It actually came in, you know, had a high temperature, had quite a few things. It's a difficult disease. And I actually want to put a little little throw it over to you, mate, that yes. I think if maybe next week, yes, maybe if you want to cover, because you know, you're the, you're the medicine go-to guy, yes. if you maybe want to talk a little bit about feline infectious peritonitis in cats, yep. um, and, and maybe, is, is that okay if I throw that over to you? Can do, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll look after that. It's, right, um, we'll move un- on from un- that. Un- unfortunately, not a very uh, happy topic, but, no. I'll, but I'll try and cover it in as uh, much Yeah, and But the good news yeah. is that we thought the cat had FIP, and we started some treatments, started yep. some anti-inflammatories, and the next day, its eyes looked amazingly better. Yeah, so right. Fingers 
fingers crossed. We're still sort of just at 20, 24 hours in. Mm, yeah. um, but, but we'll sort of wait, wait and see. But, but on a better note, on yes. a better note, yesterday went to the dog love. Uh, no, we don't say the name. The show that might be about loving your animals that are not cats. Yes. And not rabbits. Yes. And you might like to walk on a leash. Yeah. Don't, don't lo- use the four letter C word there. Yeah. Cats. <laughs> No cats, not it's not a cat show. Yeah, don't say don't say cats. Yeah, the opposite of cat. Well, not the opposite. No, no, it's similar to cats. <laughs> similar to cats. Long legged cats. Anyway, what I'm tr- and, yeah. what I'm trying to get at is, I went to the show, yes. and we're not saying their name because they they refuse to acknowledge us. No, but we did we did sort of we prompted them pretty bloody hard to let us in the front door. And I did get we did get some media passes in the end, <laughs> which was which was just in time. So so I did head over to the Dog Lover Show in Melbourne yesterday. Yes, uh, with uh, with my darling wife Deb. Excellent. Came along with supporters, a sound crew, and and, nice. and a bit of backup while I was fiddling with all the equipment. Was she holding the boom mic? For yeah, you, pretty, pretty much. She, she was your boom operator, pretty much, or, or chatting people up. She was, she was sort of the. Oh, I was going to say the wrong thing there. She was uh, <laughs> chatting people up. You already have, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, she was sort of the warm up. Oh, okay, right. The yeah, warm up, yeah, you know, before the comedian, before yeah. the, the big act comes in. Yes, fantastic. She was, she sort of oh, I know what up. you were going <laughs> to say too. <laughs> Don't even go there. Don't even go there. So it was great to have Deb along, and um, and uh, <laughs> I, Robbie, stop it, stop it, and uh, and uh, and and I got a few interviews. We um, yeah. were in the show. We got to chat to a few of the the stand stall holders. Excellent. Um, so we might um, uh, not not this week. We won't. Um, but next week, I might. We might put them all into, Drop into, a couple into in. one in episode sixty one. Nice. And we might put them in and just just have a chat. We had a, we had a good chat to. Uh, some sponsors, yeah, good, um, and also some supporters, yes, and some people we should support, yeah, and uh, and it was it was an interesting day. Let, let's say that, and well, and and speaking of that, one of the people I did have a chat to was was the guys from Zilkeen. Yes, excellent. So, so we will um, big shout out to Zilkeen, the uh, friends of the show. Yeah, mate, I love that photo bomb picture that you've got of you there. You know, <laughs> in your t-shirt, cans on your head, microphone in there while you've got uh, uh, Anthea and, uh, and Jim, Jimmy, and Jim. it was Jimmy, yeah, yeah, Jim. yeah, yep. yeah that while they're busy and talking. And there's you hide in the background. Cheesy grin. <laughs> microphone in hand. Two bits talk bets. It was shirt. good, wasn't it? As they're yeah. working hard and I'm just there going, hey, how yeah. you going? <laughs> check that check that out on Instagram, everyone. Or Facebook, have a look at that that photo. So big but big thank you to Zilkeen, big yes. supporter of the show. Um, really good for um for, for anxiety. Actually got a uh, a couple of cats that started fighting. Right. I might talk about this uh, next week or the week after, um, when I know a bit more, but Carl got onto me and uh, uh, the cat got uh, one of the cats got stuck under the recliner when when I think when oh, the no. owner sort of lowered the the, the leg the, down the leg section sort of squeezed the cat Ugh. a little bit and it's gone it's given a bit of a yowl yeah yeah and since then the other cat has actually started attacking the one that got squeezed under the thing right and and Carl's like what do I do and I said well f- you know and every time they see each other they want to fight now yeah right I said well first thing you do is separate them and yes. let's start a bit of zilkeen and, and we'll have a chat during the week when I get back to work yeah, so yeah. I'll update the list take on that two one. of these and call me in the morning it, yeah pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have got them on the Zilkeen um, to try and try and settle them down and settle down their anxieties and 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 and, uh, and aggression towards each other yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that would see how we go. Yeah, what a pain in the bum thing getting caught in the recliner. That's yeah, no good. I'll, yeah. no, I'll know more next time. I think so. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next time. And also, of course, we've got Prime One Hundred, uh, big supporters of the show. And yes. I had a chat to uh, to Pete from Prime One Hundred. Yep, some new Pete flat. from Prime. Pete from Prime. Pete PP from yeah. Prime. And uh, he needs a theme song. Maybe. Well, maybe you could write one for him. Pete's his name. That name again is Pete from Prime. Something like that. Yeah, we can work on that. It's not bad. Let's send that to him. Yeah. Yeah, he'll love that. And we can put it to the background of the cat music. 
Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The special cat music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and he, uh, they've got some new diets coming out. Right. Apparently. What have they got? Well, well, I think it's still out there. Is go, go onto their Instagram page and you can guess what the diet is. And oh, really? I'll give you a hint. Not dolphin. Not dolphin? Not dolphin. Is it aquatic based? I don't, maybe. Maybe. Could be. Could be. This is like 20 questions. Yeah. Animal, animal, well, visual, I, I, can't, I don't know. I can't tell you. So don't but ask me then. I still, I can still ask I'm, you 20 I, questions. I, I am sworn to secrecy, Robbie. There well, is no way I could give away what the diets are. So no way, no, no way. That sounds no like way. a high, that sounds like a Patreon thing. We'll put it on Patreon. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good idea. If you support us on Patreon, thanks to our Patreon supporters, yes, you will know what the diets are. Absolutely. So go on to Patreon for two bucks, you can learn the diets. Yeah, and hopefully it's dolphin. I still reckon they should go for dolphin. Dolphin and quinoa. Beluga whale. Blue whale. Beluga whale. Beluga whale. Beluga whale. <laughs> Fantastic. Just don't tell the dudes from Sea Shepherd. I think you're about to dock again in Melbourne. They'll, they'll, they'll run the ship up to, uh, up to Broadie, up to there, thing, and put a, put a bit, they'll start throwing some rancid butter over the walls. I'll give you a hint. It's, it's, you can eat it in South America. It's called Koi. 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 Yes. Fantastic. You know what that is? Koi and quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Fantastic. We, we better move on. Now, yes. I have a story this week. Good, because I have nothing. Really? Oh, no, yeah. you're busy, mate. That's why I'm taking over. This is Lewis's podcast now. To one vet talks pets. One, one, vet, one vet talks pets to his mate who's eating chocolate. <laughs> That's right. And he's exhausted. Yeah, you just go him. for it, mate. I'm just going to grab myself another little Mars bar nice. here. Yeah. All right. This is from The Age. An orangutan escaped from his enclosure and sent Melbourne Zoo into lockdown. Really? Melbourne Zoo? The Melbourne Zoo. Wow. The second time the cheeky primate has snuck out. Terry, the, the zookeepers need to make sure they keep their uh, their, their little pin cards well, a bit closer to, the, to their well, bodies. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they, they, it says here, the Parkville Zoo fully reopened by 4pm, so it was out 45 minutes, and a review is underway to determine how 15-year-old Marlu managed to escape. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? The review, they're just going, uh, Barry, was that you left the gate open? Uh, no, I think it was Tina. Tina, I, Tina was the last one in. I'm pretty sure it's like with a lot of things. Um, it was uh, it was wasn't me. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they they may have a, an employee called wasn't me there. <laughs> you know. You know. And poor poor wasn't me gets blamed for everything. I wonder if it was like a roller door scenario. So you know when you got the roller door and you're sort of shutting the roller, door and the last minute the bogeyman rolls under the door and gets uh, into the car park. I see what you're saying, but I reckon I reckon I've got a, I've got a better idea because I reckon. Um, because you know, having been to to the zoo and seen the orangutan thing, I reckon what's probably happened is as they've gone to close it, the orangutans dropped something down, has worked out, sort of got it inside the catch. Oh, oh, so yeah. So dropped it down there to keep the door ajar. Yes, right, like and a then, credit card or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they knocked off the. It wasn't me the week before. He just flipped it off the the just guard as he walked it. out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Pick up something nice on eBay here. That's all right. You know, <laughs> Uber Eats in the front of the orangutan enclosure. I'm like, yeah, that's for me, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know, that's me. Yeah, they're bring on it the, in. They're on the, bring it in. They're on the next ad. You know, it's going to be Rebel Wilson eating her uh, eating her pizza, and then the orangutan saying, "Oh, yeah, I've just ordered some uh, fruit from tonight. I'll be eating palm oil. No, no palm oil. No palm oil. No palm oil. No, no. I think that's how he got out with a palm frond. A palm frond. So he, he got the long palm frond. And stuck it through the bars to the to the big board where the keys were hanging, oh. and got on the end of the palm frond, and and because it was a slippery one, palm oil, palm oil, slipped back, key yes. got out, gone. Fantastic. Yeah, pretty sure. Gee yeah. whiz. Yeah, got the inside. Well, we're just on we're that. just waiting for the uh, for the actual report to come through to confirm. But we but right here, two vets talk pets exclusive. That's how the orangutan got out. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Do you reckon that there was someone on the outside there, Lewis, waiting for the wait, waiting for the orangutan with some clothes and stuff to try and help to sort of smuggle it out? Like, 
like what happened when the uh, yeah, like so if you got an escapee from a prison, not not that I know anything about trying to help prisoners escape, Lewis, but that, that you need to have someone there with you know, some camouflage, some clothing to put them on. So there might have been like a pram and a little shawl or something. What a beautiful! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it was probably the Uber Eats driver. Just, oh, talk, yes. just wait out the front, mate. I'll be there in ten. <laughs> <laughs> And then the orangutan's riding down the road with his little, um, you know, chiller bag thing yeah. back to Brunswick to yeah. the pizza shop. Yeah, <laughs> for his three dollars fifty, he gets yeah. for every delivery. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so standard standard zoo's Victoria protocol calls for evacuation of tranquilizing all. everything. Hang on, evacuation for all visitors under these circumstances, as safety, visitors, staff, and the animals in our care are the utmost priority. Melbourne Zoo said in a statement. Now, the zoo thanked visitors for staying calm and following staff instructions. <laughs> now, when they evacuated, what do you reckon they're saying? Are they saying what animals on the loose? Are they saying, <laughs> you know, if they want everyone to be calm, they're like, uh, now, would all um, all attendees in the Melbourne Zoo, if you could make your way to gate number one, we've got an escape pigeon. Everyone would walk. Yeah, it would, be, would take it, it easy. It'd be, yes. Take it easy. But no worries, right? I'll just fin- finish up our picnic, you know. We'll just bypass a few. We'll have a look at a few things. But what if they was like, oh, we've had an escape lion. Like, ah! Yes, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So w- yeah. What are they saying? What is the protocol? Like, are they like, oh, we've had an incident? Yes. Would that be what you'd be saying? An, an, an incident, an occurrence, a... Um, a fire? Fire! Well, well, you could say fire. Yes, yeah, but, but please remain calm. <laughs> You know, leave your belongings where they are you know, and just, just grab your kids and your popcorn and, and get out. And, and, make and make sure you run faster than the person behind you. Yes, yeah. Because whatever's coming to get you is running fast. Yes, yeah, yeah. They are very hungry. Unfortunately, it's been hours since they've been fed. <laughs> yeah. And we're the process of trying to find Leah. I mean the animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if they've got like different codes with the zif- different zookeepers. Yeah, if you're at uh, you're at a, a supermarket and you've got like a, yes. a code a code three because someone spilt the sauce in yep. you know, in an aisle or something code like green that. for vomit. Yes, that's right. Yes. yes, yeah. I wonder if they've got what what different codes they got for orangutans or if it's a lion or an elephant. Yeah, you know, is it a code grey if an elephant gets out? Yeah, or, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Is there, is there more rush for the type of animal that's escaped? Maybe, maybe. And I wonder if then. Um, for, for certain animals, if they just have a thing, they just go, well, look, this, these cohort of people, we're going to lose a couple of them. So we'll just ha- keep them there so we can get everyone else right, out. Right, attract the line to those people and then we can snare it just and as about to bite. Just, just yes, as. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Well, what if, if, like, they evacuate the whole zoo for the orangutan? What about a spider? They just lose a daddy long legs or something. Are they evacuating the zoo for that sort of scenario? Well, that's the way that Spider-Man was made. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. And a, a radioactive arachnid, which oh. I believe they have several of it uh, uh, at Melbourne Zoo. Yes, right. Yeah, so, so then we all get uh, all get Miles Morales on it. You know, you just get a little radioactive spider, zit, and then we all swing around in leotards. I wonder Fantastic. if they ever have spiders injured and they get a broken leg and they do have to x-ray them. In their mind, they're going, uh-oh. We've got to X-ray the spider. Is it? Go- is this going to be an issue? Or are we just going to? Yeah. Yeah. Or are we just going to fry that? <laughs> just, <laughs> just fry it. Well, it's not going to seal, I suppose. <laughs> to have an X-ray taken. Who's holding it? Just, just sitting there trying to find a vein on its leg so you can give it a little bit of Alfaxan. Or maybe, maybe if they had a, like a hypothyroid spider. <laughs> and it has to have radioactive iodine. Is there an issue there? Just to help just, its hypothyroid. Sit, sit the tablet on its head. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just put it on behind its ear. Yeah. Just rub it on its ear. <laughs> so the, um, the the Sumatran orangutan also escaped in 2015. Oh, so he's got form. Yeah, by using a blanket to climb through a hole onto the top of his exhibit. Ah. Orangutans are highly intelligent. Melbourne Zoo commends all keepers and ground staff involved in managing this situation so effectively and promptly. Nice. 
In 2015, the keepers then, when he escaped, then administered a handheld anaesthetic by asking Marley to present his shoulder, a technique he learnt over years of training, according to Melbourne Zoo's statement at the time. Right. How's that, mate? So some operant conditioning there? Exactly. Even classical conditioning? Classical conditioning, okay. Yeah, maybe. Classical? Not sure. Not sure? But classical. Some orangutan conditioning. Essentially what they would have done yeah. is over time they've obviously gone to present the shoulder for food. Yes, yeah. You know, for bananas or... Peanuts? What yep. are orangutans eat? Palm oil? Palm oil. Palm oil. <laughs> That's not... We'll edit that. <laughs> no, we can't look. Can we leave that Tim in? Tim Tams are full of tar- palm oil. Are they? No, well, no. you're the one eating the chocolates full of palm oil, yeah. mate. They're not palm oil free. <laughs> So there you go. How about that? That, oh, that that's fantastic. Oh, they didn't don't really say how they got him in this time. No, no. But um, uh, maybe no, this time they just had to trank him with a gun. This time he, he said, oh, no, "I remember what happened the last time. You presented my shoulder." Yeah, that's right. I'm not. Give, I'm giving my other shoulder this yeah, time because yeah. that other one hurt. Yeah, this time I'm going to present you with the bird. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, pigeon the pigeon that escaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to present right. with that. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah, your yeah. pigeon back, just and I'm going. Tw- middle finger up. Stick your needle in this, mate. Oh, yeah. That bird. <laughs> all right, oh. oh, all righty. Now I've got one other. Yes. Uh, will we move on? Actually. Might go to disclaimer, mate. Okay, and no then, problems. Uh, All advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification. So, uh, we've just done a pretty big and important interview that um, while... You know, not necessarily on a you know a happy, good, fun topic. Something that is really, really, really important to um, to us, to the profession, for pet owners out there, anyone involved in the in the pet care industry. Uh, we interviewed um, a lovely young fellow by the name of Jack about um, Flynn's Walk. Yeah, we did. So, so Flynn's Walk was it was in memory of Dr. Flynn. Uh, yeah, Dr. Flynn Hargreaves. Yeah, a, a vet who uh, unfortunately took his own life uh, in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. And uh, and there's a, a walk that, that they're having every year in, in memory of him, but also to raise awareness among vets and, and I suppose the general community as yes. well um, about um, about uh, suicide and the suicide rate, which he, he said uh, on the interview was four times yep. for vets the suicide rate than, than the general general community, which is that's just a horrible stat. So look, we had a really good chat to him, and um, what say we roll a tape and have a listen? Roll it. important thing that um, that Lewis and I are really uh, passionate about as being vets and uh, and how important it is about mental health and and caring for the mental health for us particularly as vets um, we're joined by uh, by Jack Jack Levitt uh, who is one of the founders of Flynn's walk now um, Flynn welcome welcome to the two vets talk Hello, podcast thank you thanks thanks for having me tell us about Flynn's walk yeah um, well Flynn Dr. Flynn. Yes. I like to refer to him as Dr. Flynn, being a vet. Um, I think that's important. Yeah. Um, yep. And, you know, uh, he was an extremely close friend of mine through yep. uh, middle to late high school years and beyond. And, yeah, right. You know, followed each other's story right up till the point where, unfortunately, um, just over a year ago, um, he made the decision to take his own life. Right. Um, which rocked so many of us. And we're still realizing the, the people that, 
knew him or knew of him or, um, you know, were in the same uni class or the year below him or had had him as a buddy at uni, all those kind of things. And The connections, that the waves of the ripples of effects yep. that, that his decision to do that... Yeah. That, that how many people have have been affected by it? Yeah, and it's um, it's like more or less infinite. Like I don't yeah. know where the boundaries of that end because we've still got people connecting now. Only you know twelve months on, yeah. um, so the walk um was started uh to honour his memory. Yeah. Um, it was more or less uh a reaction to losing Flynn. Yes. Um, we had uh, a memorial for him in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so he's a Melbourne boy, um, went to University of Melbourne, Western Suburbs kid from Willie, yep. uh, uh, Williamstown, down by the water, same as me. And um, he was actually studying in, uh, sorry, he'd studied and was working in Melbourne. He'd worked out at Dandenong. Yeah. Um, he'd, done, he'd done a few other little jobs around the Job, place. Oh, jobs around, yeah, yeah. He'd done some Vets Without Borders work over right. in oh, yeah. um, Sikkim in the top of India. Oh, yes. Volunteer yep. work there, yeah. Okay. Volunteer work, yeah, doing um, spays and uh, just helping the, helping the communities there to, yeah. um, to, to fix up the, their animals. Um, he'd done a whole lot of stuff uh, and then he ended up in the UK. Yep. Uh, so, living in London yep. um, and working as a, vet, a locum vet there. Right. Um, which was kind of... We realised... Um, it was like the little bit of the dream, it seemed, yeah. like, to uh, to get over to the UK and obviously have that access into the rest of Europe. Yes, um, it's a it's a common thing yeah. that vets do, you know. That, that it we is work, right. Yeah, work here a little bit. You know, maybe yep. do some volunteer work, but more often than not, we'll hit the UK first and uh, great, yeah, and go and locum over there. So, yep. so definitely and a path that's commonly followed by by vets. And I mean, I've done it. You've, oh, you've yeah, done yeah, it, Robbie. Christina and I did it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Work yeah. for two years and then. Go over there, earn some pounds, and then travel around the the continent. So, yeah, and yeah. from what I sort of what I understand of you know when I was chatting with Flynn about it, it was that it, it was just like an awesome opportunity to kind of accelerate skill level as well, and get and yeah, obviously certainly. get just pure hours up um, yeah. with all different procedures and all of that. With you know me speaking as a non vet, um, yeah. that's probably putting it in very you know um, simple terms. But yeah. oh, we understand, um, mate. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we put a lot of things in non yeah. simple, simple, simple terms. I have to simple for Lewis. Good. It's like no, mate. You know, yeah, the left shoe goes on the left. Yeah, I'm still foot, getting mate. still getting to know him. So yeah. we'll work that out. But if you can no, even no, dumb it down a bit more, it helps me yeah, even more. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sharp um, thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh, so yeah, he um, was over there living in the UK, and this pretty wonderful thing, which speaks a lot to the character of the person that he was um he was a great networker had a lot of brilliant friends and and attracted good people um which is which i'm proud of to have you know been his mate and him mine um because you know good people stick together yeah absolutely Um, so he actually acted this sort of this bit of a magnet in a way and had drawn some other people over to go and do the same work over in the uk so they were all locuming for lack of a better word together and on weekends you know ducking off to wales ireland poland um yeah. yep. he was a mad tigers supporter in the afl so um fantastic i like him even uh, i like him even more now yes yeah. as a, as a heavy Robbie's, tiger supporter um, well we've well, 
big uh, big three teams between us: Collingwood, Robbie, and I'm, yep. uh, I'm Essendon. So Ro- you're Essendon. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, can sorry. we end the podcast? <laughs> yeah. oh, you can edit it out. I'm, um, I'm more than willing to talk about football at the moment. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, big, yeah. Win, big win last yeah. night. Yes, yes. Yeah. We'll talk grand final Excellent. in a minute. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, so they're talking on. about Bombers being serious uh, contender, but I'm keeping lid on. <laughs> um, yeah. So the point of that was um, Tiger supporter. So he found himself in Botswana doing some some sort of voluntary work yeah, and okay. watched he watched the Tigers win the 2017 flag right. on his smashed iPhone screen. So yeah, that became right. a bit of a yarn that we like to sort of share around and um, obviously thrilled that he got to see his team win one, yeah, um, yeah. which was great. So yeah, he was doing the UK thing, um, working for uh, Goddard's Vet Group yes, over yes, there. Yes, massive Vet um, Group over there. And yeah. I say their name because um, they've been awesome with us in the communication back to here um Mm -hmm. you know initially it was like supportive letters and notes back to his family it's since been you know connection via their uh, one of their regional managers who actually appointed flynn to goddard's yeah Um, wow good on them good on them for keeping in touch and amazing Mm. um and i mean this is yeah there's just a hundred different uh branches that have come off this story um and another is just that he was sleeping in one of the dorm rooms above the vet a lot um during some of those bigger stints where he's working and they've named that room after him so it's now dr flynn hargreaves room Um, yeah okay chills yeah so um he's living over there uh he came back here and saw us all here at uh 2017 christmas yes december 2017 saw into the new year and he went back home and the plan was to do two years. So that marked kind of 18 months. Yeah. So he was sort of six months. Um, six months to go. Six months to go. Yeah. Don't want it to end. Kind of do want it to end. Pumped to come back home. Everyone's here. And and, they, and then others had sort of started to decide they'd wrap up their time as well. So that was sort of what he was indicating. Yeah. And, um, and so at that Christmas, was there any indication like that, that you got at all that he, yeah, you know, that, that things, things, you know, perhaps weren't as as good on the outside as a, inside as they seemed on the outside or there know? was you look back yeah at, at no, the conversation that i had and you think you know you try not to go into the what ifs or the yeah. if i'd ask more yeah. and things like that there was a he was tired worn out um and he came back and he packed a lot in he was packing a lot in um yep. busy catching up yeah and it was and it was like every night every day um and he'd said he was he was just a bit deflated and out of energy i think he arrived without energy and then kept himself very busy while he was here yeah okay um, had a had a lovely christmas with his family spent new year's at a music festival did all that um and then sort of early january jetted off back home back you know, to which, again. Yep, UK, yeah. which he thought you know considered home at the time and um yeah and my only conversations were just sort of um around you know oh yeah mate i'm i'm tired too yeah um, yes I'm uh, common th- common comments isn't it yeah i'm buggered yeah, bang, yeah. Pff, knock the top off a beer let's you know yeah, yeah talk whatever, about yeah um all of that and and he actually like he visited uh i just bought a property so he came around to see that and um i remember we were just sitting having a conversation on the couch and he was patting my cat and we having a bit of a laugh about how um uh i'm feeding her this dry food and he said oh <laughs> It's nice, but it doesn't do anything, yeah. whatever. And I said, oh, she enjoys it. And I like listening to her crunch the biscuits. So, you know, call me a widow. But, um, Makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of said, well, that's good. Yeah. You know, um, I'm happy for you. Yeah, kind good. Of thing. And that, yeah. Was just his, that was just his outlook. He wasn't about to lecture me about not giving a Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not going to start trying to, you know, make you feel bad or trying no. to dictate to you. It's like, oh, look, we're mates. That's fine. We'll move yeah. on. And, yeah. So... 
All good. But then, um, yeah, I suppose just to close out the rest of that is that um, he went back home and um, unfortunately only made it to the middle of March after right. that. So, um, so he'd only been yeah. back for a couple of months. He'd been back yeah. a couple of months. Um, he'd referenced, you know, uh, that the UK winter was long. Um, yes. And we mm. all kind of know about, you guys will know perfectly about it, having lived there and done it yourselves, like the, the long winters. and When it's dark uh, early and you don't yeah. get out to do very much. And particularly exactly. if you don't have, um, if at that stage you didn't have as many people that were that he was doing things with yep. during the week. Like even if True. you're doing things at the weekend, like it's a long time. And I mean, the hours and the stress of working over in England is, is pretty tough, you know, like I, um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're often away from your network, I think of, of friends, even though you've got friends who are locally yep. nearby, it's often big distances yeah, yeah, and yeah. hard distances to travel, I think is probably, yeah. you, know, you know, part of it. But, Still, um, uh, yeah, it doesn't make it any easier. I mean, in, in mm. Melbourne, you can still have trouble from catching up with your network, can't you? As a oh, bit, for sure. So. Well, yeah. you can, and and you can, you know, excuses get made, and you are busy between a hundred other things mm. in life, and you know, I'm not even at the point where I have a family yet, so yeah. I, I'm thinking, well, there's still more busyness to come in life <laughs> yes. as well. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. um, but I guess that's just a bit of a, a tangent, but um, yeah. So, Flynn was certainly. He was enjoying what he was doing over there, but I don't know that it was ultimately what, you know, we don't, we don't know whether the yeah. circumstances there were what drove him to, to make what, that decision. What triggered it, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very difficult to know, isn't it? And it's I think so that, hard that, to know. Like, part of but and and the, so then sort of, um, you know, obviously you made the decision to, to set up Flynn's Walk in, yeah. in, his, in his memory yeah. of it. And sort of how did that come about? How did you think mm. that that's what you wanted to do or sort of where did that idea come from? Yeah, well... His family travelled over to the UK and um, connected with the network over there and yep. they had a, um, a pub memorial, which was awesome. They just yeah. gathered about 70 or 80 people in a pub over there and um, his sister, younger sister, younger brother and his mum and dad all went over to meet that network, um, held that little memorial, held a, um, a service for Flynn yep. um, yeah. with just their family, um, which was really beautiful from what I've heard. And then they came back and we had a memorial here. So that... I think we had about 650 people. Yeah, um, right. Down wow. Williamstown. So um, he's really touched touched a lot of people, obviously. You know, he's yes. a, obviously a really likeable, you know, yeah. big network and a lot of friends and family huge. and stuff. Just yeah. huge. And yeah. it's one of those things where so young as well, only 27. So, mm. um, you know, there's people, you've still got friends from primary school. You've still got really good friendships from high school. Yep. You've made uni friends. You've now got professional friends. Yeah. But there were local primary school teachers, high school Everyone, every, you know, just about half of Williamstown was there, it felt. Yeah. Um, so, we had a big memorial. That was a pretty, you know, sort of tough Intense. and emotional day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then we found out that um, Flynn had signed on to run in a Bristol 10K run. Fun oh, run, yeah. Yeah. Um, over in the UK. So, he'd registered for that and he'd done a number. He'd done like the Melbourne City run and couple other little halfers and yeah. all that. He, he, he loved, he'd done the colour run. Yes, um, yep. He'd done all that sort of stuff where he loved getting together with other people all by himself. Yeah. And running was something that he did. And in probably in hindsight, it was probably something he did to help keep himself yes. um, in check. Yeah. Which yeah. I've yep. heard exercise is good for. Definitely. Uh, sure. Just yeah. having yep. spoken with other people, yes. it can really help. Yes. Um, uh, well, it certainly helps myself and I don't know about you, Robbie. Yeah. You know, oh, well, with yeah. stresses. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. The Ironman marathon man over there. <laughs> yeah, well, we should touch on that actually. Same day as the walk, um, Robbie's got his... 
yeah, half the great, marathon. Great, great, great Ocean Road half marathon, unfortunately. Awesome. So right. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, just but, jog um, up, jog up from Ocean Grove, mate. To yeah, Wednesday. I know. Yeah. Well, you're in. Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be wearing some of the, uh, some of the, the Flynn's Walk merch, which we'll cover over in a, in a sec to try and help to sort of keep flying the flag even out there yes. on the, uh, out, out on the Great Ocean good Road. On you, so good on you. No, it's really um, good. So then, just to come back, yeah. I suppose we had that memorial. The Bristol 10K was happening. So I connected in with a few people over there. Yeah. Um, some of the vets in the UK, and they said we're doing this thing, and I said oh, we should try and do something here. Yeah. I'm no athlete, definitely not a runner. So I thought, well, we need to do something on the same day, more or less here. Yeah. Then with the time zone, things like that. So we shuffled around a few dates and we landed at a walk, more accessible, just generally um, for people of Bring your dogs along. And bring your dogs, which we didn't even advertise. But in the logo of Flynn's Walk, there's obviously the paw 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 prints with the pathway. So, of course, dog lovers and dog owners and vets were going to bring their pets. So um, we ended up, you know, we had about... Just shy of 500 people, I think. For the first one. For yep. the first one. Wow. Yeah, so and, this was uh, last year, your first event. Year. Yes, yep. yeah. So, and I reckon we had probably 150 dogs. Yeah, right. So maybe like one dog to every three people. Yeah, we reckon. Yeah, lovely. Um, we looked, I looked back at some photos at the end and I was like, where did all those dogs come from? There yeah, were just right. dogs everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was amazing. So we've actually this year just sort of said, yeah, look, it's not a dog walk, uh, but it kind of is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bring them by all means. Um, someone even asked me, could they bring their cat? And they weren't kidding. Yeah. Um, I was like, sure, <laughs> if they like being around people and dogs. But That was yeah. awkward. That was yeah. going to be my next question. Yeah. <laughs> bring That's Olive right. along. Yeah, you can borrow well, Rosie if you like, mate. Yeah, <laughs> do it. I'd bring my cat, but yeah, she's um no. Yeah, Ollie's <laughs> not going to take it. No, the no, dogs no. get bailed up. She's um, she's feisty. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. And I was just saying, so I guess the the big thing then with Flynn's walk. So so with Flynn's yeah. walk is the 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 and like where so Jack to let listeners know Jack and I met as um, part of the on the committee of the Love Your Vet Love Your Vet uh, Love Your Pet Love Your Vet campaign to try yeah. and raise awareness of mental health issues and you know the the ridiculously high suicide rate within this profession you know um yeah. and it's probably something that like i mean you would have wouldn't have been on your radar before you no, would have started down this path would it you no. know uh, and and I think for a lot of people that's 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 the thing. You know, like they just don't realise just mm. how high it is in in vets. Like we had um, one of the the guys that um, I went through uni with um, took his life at the mm. end of last year. You know, mm. it's yeah. um, it's it's there. And I guess the I mean the thing that I'm so passionate about Flynn's walk is I mean a he's a young guy who who was you know. The, the decisions that, that he's made in the prime of his life. You know, I mean, he had so much more. To, and obviously so many people to that sort of, that he'd touched, that he'd reached out. Yeah. That it's a way now that, you know, I mean, my thing is, is it really, it should be, you know, not one more, you know, not, mm. not one more. And yeah. I see the thing with Flynn's walk and that's why I've been putting it out to all my network of, of uni friends and that sort of stuff, particularly after what happened with, um, after uh, the guy from our year level last yeah. year yep. is reaching out and saying that you know that this is the catalyst of making people set up and go this is a real problem this mm. is a massive mm-hmm. thing and and vets and owners and all and 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 nurses and all that sort of stuff yeah. you know this is a big problem and we and we all need to come together and so using Flynn's memory as that as that catalyst as that banner that we all that we all mm. join under I think is fantastic and I think the yeah. work that, that that you guys have done his friends and also Flynn's family of putting this 
all together um, is is absolutely fantastic, you know, and it's a it's an absolute testament to obviously how how what a what a terrific young guy he was mm. that he's moved so many people to try and get together and say no we can't we can't have this anymore and let's get yep. out there let's remember him but also let's raise some awareness and try yeah. and you know try try and stamp this out and, and is that is that your aim of Flynn's walk mm. do you, do you feel that that you want to you know you raising awareness or is it obviously there's a memorial for you, for your best mate yeah. you know, understandable um but but is there is that an aim of yours that, mm. that you want this to continue in perpetuum that um that that every year that the you know that we re- uh, uh, perhaps just triggers our memory and also mm. triggers us to think about the big picture as well. So yeah, exactly. Um, it is that the memorial is I suppose that's the sentimental part that will always underpin it, and the name of the walk is Flynn's Walk. Yep. Yeah. So it's always going to be that so yep. long as we decide to keep doing it, and and. What amazed me was firstly how many people turned up last year because you just never, you just don't know. No, and absolutely. We, we had yeah. beautiful weather and, 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 and everything aligned and um, we were so thrilled and people were saying to me before we'd even started walking, this is an annual thing, right? And I yeah. was like, yeah, I, I'm not sure, yeah, but I, I hope so. Mm, yeah. It was overwhelming. Yeah. And then yeah. it, it really just came out of discussion with chatting with his family and just seeing what they're comfortable with. But you know, I speak to his, his parents who were just, remarkable and his brother and sister as well and um you know because i'd obviously grown up we'd grown up together so we knew each other's families so yeah we speak to them and they're just um they're so proud of their obviously their their son flynn and so proud now that we can honor him and yes. they're comfortable with that because yes. you know why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to remember why wouldn't you want people to remember such yeah. a great person so yes we'd love it to keep going yes. um year two just has come about because there was so much everyone loved year one and it is meant to be a day that will will make people smile and connect and chat and talk about suicide and talk about the struggles. Yes. Um, more broadly, it's supportive talking about mental health struggles with everyone. Yeah. Um, yep. And asking the question, are you okay? Which last year was who we raised money for. Um, yes. All of our funds we raised last year. $27,000. Wow, um, good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's so, a stunning so effort, mate. 27000 yeah, That's impressive. Um, in that first year. And I think year two is really now um, growing the awareness piece more. And that, yeah, that reminder every year, that check-in. If nothing else, that once a year, you'll do it. Yep. And then obviously surrounding the event, we have the opportunity to be talking to our community online and hopefully shed light on that dark spot in yeah. suicide, which is that alarming stats, you know, the four times higher rate um, of suicide for vets. Um, wow, yes. And and more broadly, like peop- all vet professionals, which yes. is something that I suppose Nadine from Love Your Pet, Love Your Vet talks yep. about. It is, um, it's you guys, but it's your nurses and your yep. techs and right. your front of house staff too. Yeah. Okay. Because you're all... You're all part of it. Yes. Um, you're and all part students of the too. Yeah. Students is a student, big thing absolutely. as well. Yeah, 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 veterinary students, yes. I suppose like a question for you guys is, um, I've spoken with a few vets around this. It's, yeah. you know, what is the preparation around that at vet school? Like you guys are obviously pretty accomplished and, you know, progressed in your careers. And I've spoken to people that went through with Flynn and it seems like, I'm not, I'm sure what, what happens at uni? What do they tell you about? 20 years you know? ago when we went through, you know, Zilch. I would say zero, mate. Zilch. One, 100% zero. Like there is, there is not, nothing is covered on there mm. at all in the undergraduate degree. 
Um, you understand that it's a stressful thing, but you know, mm. you hear these horror stories of where people, you know, new grads going out, and you know, the boss says, oh, "Hey, look, fantastic! I'm, um, you know." thanks for signing on now i'm actually going mm. on you know three weeks holiday because i haven't had a holiday for ages and so then you've got a new grad that goes what the hell am i going to do mm. you know and, and so you, you hear yeah. a lot of those those sort of you know horror stories but the, you, there's no talk about mental health preparation or certainly mm. in the in the yeah. in the undergrad when we went through i hope to hell that it's changing now mm. but certainly from talking with nadine i don't know how much there is at the yeah. you know, I, at the I still undergrad think level not much yeah. From what I'm hearing, yeah. I still think there's not much. Uh, and it seems like there's an appetite, like the vet students want it and recent grads seem to want, yeah. you know, let's know, let's know about these threats and struggles and risks that are going to come with the work. And all yeah. lines of work have stresses and um, things that are going to impact your life away when you're not necessarily at the office or the clinic or wherever you might be working. Oh, for sure. Um, what is that? And, you know, how is that going to shift? And that's yeah. that's a much bigger piece of work that mm. is going to be beyond myself running a community walk but yeah. hopefully this at least ignites that flame and it, it gets it just puts it in the conversation because everyone you mention it to says i cannot believe yeah that you know vet professionals veterinary surgeons are at such a high risk mm. yeah which, which mm. i guess brings us That's into it yeah, so so do you want to talk a bit about so you've um this year, you know, so last year it was Are You Okay? Um, yeah. you know, do you want to talk about who it is that you're raising money for, for for this year? Yeah, so we still are looking to support Are You Okay? Yep, excellent. Um, it's important that we keep that broader... Uh, mental, health mental health thing. awareness Mental health awareness and suicide prevention. Yep. Um, and they run on, you know, their theme and main messages is that a conversation can change a life. It yes. can be a turning point. Yeah, right. Just asking someone how they're going yeah. and listening. They've yes. got this sort of four-step formula, um, which is... Ask, yeah. listen, encourage action, yep. and then check in. Yeah. So the check in bit is important. Absolutely. Don't just right. ask and then not listen, and then don't just listen and then not follow up, and then don't follow up. So it's all, it feeds into, yeah, and it should be I a like cycle. That. Yeah. And that's kind of what they go by. Yeah. So we're looking to support that. Um, something else I'll mention too, and I know, Robbie, you've got your own story of um, uh, through your. Parents Network yeah, at school, yep. um, which is a, probably a whole other discussion for another day. But um, I was, I, had, I know of three people in my own life yeah. that died by suicide in 12 months, Flynn yeah, being right. the third. Oh, yeah, right. And hopefully Jeez. in my lifetime, the absolute final. Mm. Yes. Because um, three beautiful people loved, two with families, Flynn, yes. no family yet, um, uh, two of them below 30. Right. All yeah. three of them under the age of thirty six. Yeah, right. Um yeah. yeah, so there's some really it's it's alarming. It's it's horrible, really, yeah. Really, it's 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 I don't I don't even know how that happens, but yeah. Just three in my circle of life. So that was where the are you okay part for me is still important. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So I'm trying to work with them a little bit in the background. Yes. Getting, uh, potentially someday a little strand of uh, what are you okay do maybe see them start popping up at some conferences for vets and things like that yeah or yeah. even just a help page on there yep. as a resource yeah and then love your pet love your vet which is um dr nadine hamilton a psychologist out of queensland who yep. uh, we mentioned earlier so she started this charity um again someone else who has experienced a, a loss of someone through suicide yeah and uh, not a vet um a family member yeah and through that, she's, you know, entered into this work um, where she's now advocating for vet mental health. So, she's yeah. doing some amazing work already. Yeah. So, we're now looking at um, 
yeah, channeling some funds towards her as well. Yeah. Um, and that's come already in the form of um, these little doggy bandanas that right. we've, uh, we've printed. Right. Yeah. We've been selling. So there's a, a cut from those has gone to um, Love Your Pet, Love Your Vet. At the moment, I think about 600 bucks. Yeah, right. Excellent. Nice. Um, and how do people go about buying one of those if they want to get well, a, is uh, it a bandana for their pet, I assume, for their dog, is it? For their dog. Yes. Well, uh, someone bought one for their cat the other day. Nice. Um, <laughs> it can be something you can buy for maybe your vet's dog. Yes, um, yes. You could buy it and gift it. Yeah. Um, my grandma actually bought a couple for her little dogs and they're, they're too big for a little, a yes. little fluff ball. So... She ah. actually just told me um, uh, this morning, um, she went around to her vet um, yeah. in Port Phillip, uh, Port Phillip Animal Hospital. Yep. Um, hello to Craig and the gang there who do an awesome right. yeah, job. That's right, yeah, Craig, yeah. Good, uh, good mate of mine, Goody. Yes. Goody, yeah. yeah. Good mate so Goody, yes. He's, um, he's, he's a special guy. Yeah, um, yep. So, shout out to him and all the guys there. Uh, so, my grandma goes in there and she's been quite a regular there for a number of years and she went in and gifted um, one of her bandanas to Scout. Uh, yeah. Craig's dog yes. today. Yeah, right. so they're, that, they're, they're just those little things that you can do and even if you don't have a pet uh, yourself or it won't fit your pet or maybe your pet just will not wear things. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> which there are plenty. Yeah. Um, so you can buy them. Uh, so if you just get in touch with Flynn's Walk over Facebook or Instagram, a direct yes. message, I run those accounts. So you can jump on there. We do only have a limited amount at the moment. But so get them, get them while it's hot. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Get them before they sell out, eh? Yes. And they're eight bucks. Right. So um, you'll get change from a tenner and you will be helping uh, love your pet, love your vet. Um, yeah. With a, there's, a, there's a cut in there for them. And, so, and it is yeah. Flynn's Walk, so there's probably maybe a few spellings of Flynn. So it's F-L-Y-N-N. Yeah. Is that correct? So that yep. Flynn's yep. Walk on Facebook. many quirks, one of which his name has no vowels. Right. Um, right. There you go. A good way to remember. A good way so to remember. So Flynn, um Flynn's Walk or one word just on Insta or uh, Facebook. It's Flynn's Walk. Yeah, and so, Excellent. so, the, so the second year of Flynn's Walk this year. When's it yep. happening? Yep. Know, what are, what are, the, what are all the dates? That, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're very professional. Sunday, here in the May nineteen. Sunday, so, May nineteen. Radio. Excellent. Um, and we're walking at the Williamstown Tennis Club on the foreshore. So it's a foreshore walk. It's ten k, but it's it's five k up and five k back. Yep. Um, and we walk along the water, and it's. One of the best views, probably the best view of Melbourne. Yes, um, yes, nice part of town. They're beautiful. Nice view, yeah. Yep. So you're over the other side. Yeah, yeah, and Port Melbourne. Melbourne. That's right. Yes, um, <laughs> we, so we can wave. Yes, people from every area are welcome. It's a Sunday morning, so the traffic will be great. Yes, won't have any issues. Um, what time does it start? Did you say that? Ten thirty. Yep. We're going to start walking. Yep. Um, but you're welcome to turn up from sort of yeah ten o'clock. There'll be people yep. around. Bandanas. We're selling wristbands for a couple of bucks. Um, there'll be donation tins. We've got a free snag sizzle at the end. Oh, nice. nice one. Um, and, and it's really close to Williamstown train station too. So it's it's accessible in many ways for many different people. Yes. And um, you don't even have to come and walk. You can just come and be a part of the atmosphere, yeah. which a lot did last year. They just came and um, shook hands and said hello and had a snag. And, yep. um, and we had a beer at the end too. So. And it's important to know it's, it's open for everyone. You don't have to have a dog. Everyone. You don't have yeah. to be a vet. You don't have to be involved no. in the industry. Just no. come along, no. and come for a walk, say good day, come and check us out. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. I, um, I'm gonna, I might bring some recording equipment, have a chat to a few people, see how we go. Yeah. Cool. Robbie, are you going to be there, mate? Um, you, can, you can do a phone-in with me, mate. You know, ten, <laughs> You're ten, not running again, ten, are you? 10.30. So, so, the unfor- so I was when, uh, with talking with Jack with the, um, the Love Your Pet, Love Your Vet committee. I got, yeah, absolutely, Jack, mate, I'm there. <laughs> sign you know, me up. So, lead, so, lead, lead, sign you'd me up. be leading the group, I'm, I'm, I I'm ready to go. I'm ready to yeah. go. And then, and, but at the same time, Signing up for the Great Ocean Road Half Marathon. I'm going, okay, yeah, this is great. And you know that time when you're looking at your diary going, 
geez, that date sounds familiar. And they go, yeah. oh, crap and bum. So, so unfortunately, I'm not going to be there in person, but I've got, um, so I've, I've got some bandanas. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be running with one of the bandanas nice. on and, and the wristband um, on the day. So, right. um, and so I should be. I want some photos. Oh mate, I'll yeah, be I'll be photos. hitting photos and oh yeah yeah you'll be hashtagging the hell out of it, wouldn't you? If yeah you're yeah. Hashtag Flynn's walk. Hashtag Flynn's walk. Fantastic, um, excellent. So that's easy too. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, no, that the fitting thing is. Yeah. And I said this to you in our emails um, uh, before we obviously hooked up and did this yes. podcast, but uh, Flynn obviously loved doing the half marathon, fun yes. runs, and that, and yeah. the fact that you're missing it to be doing a half to marathon. Yeah. I thought. And I, I like, you know, I'm, I, I like little bits of symbolism like that. And I think that's special. And I'm so thrilled you've decided you're going to wear some yellow and black. Oh, um, mate, absolutely. For that yeah. day. Being it, a diehard Collingwood fan, die-hard I know Collingwood it's hard. Man. There's plenty of white on there too, mate. Plenty of white and black <laughs> yeah, there. So that's there is, all right. There I don't is, mind so. that. You know? No, so I appreciate um, everything that you've done as well in helping us oh, uh, steer well, this. And, and just being involved, obviously, um, with Love Your Pet, Love Your Vet. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's right, yeah. mate. It's a... It's, yeah. It's something that I am incredibly passionate about. For and, and you know, Lewis and I were, we did a, a covered it in a pot a couple of weeks ago about the stresses of being vets and and you know what everyone's going mm. through and the and uh, unrealistic client expectations and yeah, how much pressure sure. that puts on mm. us as a profession. And which and just so at the moment I am I'm in the process of reading Nandine's book, Dr. Nadine Hamilton's book. Yeah. So just checking awesome. out and having a good read of right. it. So we'll certainly on a pod in the future we'll be I'll be giving a little bit of a chat about it and a review on it. But right. yeah, she's got a, a a great book that's out as well. So have a read yeah. um, about you stresses might have to um, get get a little phone system hooked up here where we can get her to phone in. Yes, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> call in, pod, the call pod, in podcast. The call in podcast. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that. Like Tony yeah. Martin Sizzletown. No, I said, yeah. <laughs> good. The late night call in podcast. Yeah. Um, now, uh, you know, we can, you know, it, Lewis is really good on the edit, so we can we can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it, but I, I hear that uh, things are about to go gangbusters as far as getting mm. uh, the word out for Flynn's Walk. This is completely fresh for Lewis. Lewis yeah. hasn't heard it. It's exclusive. The, exclusive. Yeah, right. For two, uh, vets, two, talk two vets talk pets. Right. Well, not really. It's probably going to have dropped by time. We go, but tell it us will. About it it mate. will have gone to air if it all has been successful. It will have gone to air by the time you guys are listening to this. But uh, we're actually uh, myself, uh, Flynn's parents, uh, Nadine, and Dr. Gerardo from Queensland yep. have all done an interview with Channel 10's show, The Project. So we're going to be um, we're going to be on there, fantastic, uh, as a little uh, featured story. Yeah. We will have already been, I should say. <laughs> yes. uh, anyway, it's there. It's a thing. Um, I'll no doubt have shared the clip by now as well. Yes, but excellent. yeah, we're on there um, basically, yeah, just shedding, helping to shed some light on this um, issue. Yeah. Uh, they've just been incredibly supportive, um, managed to get in touch with one of their producers. Uh, she had her own story of yeah. knowing a yeah, vet right. that passed away wow. from suicide. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. And I then spoke and was interviewed by another producer. Same thing. Uh, and you mm. just see, keep going. Well, how did we all? How have we all lost someone? Yet we didn't know us. We didn't know. Yes. We, no mm. one there seems to know. Yet we all have lost. Yeah. Mm. If that makes sense. So yeah. um, that's been really special and should go a really really long way to just sharing it with, I guess, the everyday person, the everyday viewer, what all this is about. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's been really cool. Terrific. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on and having a chat with us today. Really appreciate it, Jack. Especially, so that- especially now that we've heard you, you're on the project. And, yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you've stepped down to come out on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, and have a chat to us, and and uh, and you know, hopefully get the word out about you know the, the, certainly yep. the Flynn's Walk, um, and certainly mental health um, in general society, but particularly in the vet industry. It's hmm. uh, it's been fantastic having you along. Thanks so much for coming. No, Thanks, Jack. Good it. on you, mate. Thank you. Thank I'll you see, very much. See you next weekend. This weekend because it'll drop. This is Friday. Oh, yeah, the old... Yeah, yep. so we're recording ahead. Oh, so this is Friday. Yeah. It's dropping now. Sunday, May And it'll be, be on the Sunday, the... Sunday, 19th. 19th. Thank All you. Right. And also, hello to the listener in Madagascar. Hey! hey! <laughs> nice one. Good stuff. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Jack. See you, Jack. If you or anyone you know needs help and you're in Australia, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. For other helplines in your country, see the show notes for this episode. So thank you very much to, to Jack for coming in and, uh, and talking to us. I mean, it's so hard yeah. to be talking about something like that that's happened to such a good mate. But, you know, what a, what a, a great young fella. You know, uh, Flynn's family, you know, so supportive, all his friends so supportive to try and put all this stuff in to try and make sure that his memory stays around and that you know we can try and stop this from happening again and you know and potentially that you didn't you know it didn't happen in vain i suppose too so yes yeah yeah you know, really you know great great to, to have jack and get on down guys um we we sort of got mixed i got mixed up with weekends and that sort of thing but <laughs> but, but it is sunday the 19th 19th of may 19th yes. of may uh at the williamstown tennis club williamstown tennis club on the foreshore yeah it's at 10 30 a.m yep and it's a nice little amble, beautiful part of the town to walk along there. It's a part of Williamstown, lovely view of the city. So get down there, take your dog along if you want yes. to. Don't have to if you don't have a dog. Um, really great. We, we'd love some support, um, you know, support for, for Flynn's Walk. I'll be there. Um, so come say good day to me. I'll yes. have, I'll have a two Vets Talk Pet t-shirt on and uh, and not an ugly sweater <laughs> like I'm wearing today. Well, um, not while you're walking 5Ks anyway, you know. That, right. It'd be a smelly, ugly sweater yeah. by the end of it, won't it? Um, I would be there, but I'm going to be down at the Great Ocean Road running, but I'm going to be putting updates on uh, our, our Instagram. I'll be wearing all the, the Flynn's yep. Walk good bandanas. Um, we've actually got some, um, some spare bandanas as well that I've bought. So if any of our listeners would like to uh, get uh, some some of uh, Flynn's Walk bandanas, either you can go on to, to Facebook, look, search for Flynn's Walk and order some for yourself. But uh, if anyone would like some of the bandanas that I've got here, I'm going to be giving some away to clients. So I'm going to be wearing one on my run. I'm not going to be selling off the one that I wear on my run. It's yeah. going to be a little bit uh, potent by the time but, I've run. But go and make a donation. Get on to, to Facebook or Instagram for the Flynn, Flynn's Walk. So uh, as we as we said, F-L-Y-N-N-S, Walk. Um, Instagram, Facebook, and look, give them a little little donation. Maybe maybe buy something, but but most of all, get on down to the walk. You know, yep. let's see if we can beat the 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 five hundred figure that it was for last year. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and um and and get on down there and check it out. And as as Jack was saying, uh, uh, raffles and sausage sizzles yes. and all that sort of stuff. Yes. It's gonna, it's going to be a massive day there. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So uh, Robbie's going to give a signed footy jumper, I think, away. I can, your sign a footy, I can sign a footy jump for you if you like. Thank yeah. you very much, That'd Robbie. Be great. Yeah, the, the, the listeners will love that, I'm sure. <laughs> Alrighty, well, my, mate. my old Kendall Hall footy jump that I wore twice. Yeah. <laughs> what number were you? Uh, 30. I'm always number 30. 30 mate. I was double O. Oh, were you? Yeah, the big double O. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. Du- double O. 
Nothing. Just, just stuck in the goal square, mate. That was <laughs> me. Just stuck in the, just taking the hangers. No, they call that the goal umpire, mate. That's no, it. Yeah. No, mate. When you're, there was, in the, when you're there in the lab coat, they I'll, call that the, uh, the uh, goal umpire. All I heard all day was, kick it at me, kick it at me. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, mate. Now, you got something you want to talk about this week? Yeah, so we uh, we, we mentioned it uh, about 18 weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> it was like that, but it was only last week. Yeah, um, of uh, someone that wanted us to talk about disabilities and pets. Oh, yes, And I thought right. we'd just talk a little bit about um, you know, the different, you know – Things, the different situations that pets can find themselves in, and trying to trying to work out different ways you can try and help pets try and deal with different disabilities they may find themselves with. And yeah, you know, I guess the you can break it down into quite a few. Um, you know, there's so many different ones, but I thought we'd just cover sort of the big ones: blindness, deafness, and then you know your physical disabilities, things like um, if they've got arthritis oh, or yep. disc prolapses, yep. neurological things, things like that. So um, blind animals, people often worry that if an animal goes blind that they potentially could be, you know, have a, an impaired quality of life. But um, I find that most of the time, particularly if it's been a blindness that's just been very, very gradual, yes. the pets tend to get a really good idea of where they're in, of spatial awareness yep. of their um, of where they are in their, in their world. Um, so they can still go for a walk outside, find their food bowl, find the couch, that sort of stuff. Still quite happy to go for walks and that sort of things. The main thing is if they're blind is you just don't want to change things around. Yes. Don't go changing the furniture. Don't go closing a door or anything like that because they tend to then go, oh, hang on, what the bloody hell is that supposed to be? What's that doing there? Exactly. You know? Don't take the, uh, the the rail off from around the uh, around the balcony. No. Not, not a no, good idea. No, not a good idea. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Not at all. And one thing I say to people, Lewis, is that if you're picking your blind pet up and giving them a pat, make sure you put them down in the same place every time. Oh, that's so a good th- point. So then that, and I usually say, and put them down where their food bowl and water bowl is. So then that way they go, okay, right, so they've put me down. I know exactly where this food and water bowl is, so then they can go right. Here's my. Here, it's like when you're at when you're at the supermarket or at the shopping centre. They go, "You are here." Yes, and then they can sort of work out it which way orientate. Yeah, that's a really good idea, mate. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. I think. I think um, the animals have such wonderful other senses. You know, they, yeah. You know, when they lose one of them. They've got amazing sensors that that can really kick in. You know, they've got beautiful whiskers that f- can feel yep. for them. They've got uh, tactile ability in, in the base of their feet, so they yep. can sort of hear you coming. They've got excellent hearing. Yeah, there's a lot of sense com- of smell as well. They can they get a lot of information from their sense of smell too. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. Good. Um, deafness. So deafness is um, you know, one that I guess either can be congenital, so they can either be congenitally deaf, like yes. you know, your, your classic, you know, white. A white cat with blue eyes, you know, yes. that might be deaf, um, or uh, acquired. So, you know, if they've had inner ear infections or just old dogs that just start to lose their lose their hearing. I guess the big thing with pets when they're deaf is that they sometimes get a little bit startled, you know, that yes. they, you know, they, they suddenly go, oh, hang on, what are you doing Where'd there? you come from? Yeah. Jeez, you yeah. know, why, why don't, don't you, don't why don't you give someone and, some warning? Yeah. yeah, don't sneak up on me like yeah. that. <laughs> um, so uh, then I guess the, the physical, physical disabilities is always, I mean, that's a pretty big one as far as, you know, when you've got arthritis, I mean, obviously you try and treat the arthritis and we've spoken about that ad nauseum in the past of trying to take pain away. But when it reaches the point that they're having trouble being able to stand up. So, you know, particularly for your dogs that when they've got, um, say they've got spinal cord injuries or you've got the, the degenerative um, degenerative myelopathies and things like that. Again, we spoke about um, a few podcasts ago. 
these dogs, particularly dogs with these ones, where they struggle being able to get up and they struggle to try and move around. And, the, and this is one of the things that made me want to talk about it. Um, we had one of our clients that um, that dog was uh, it was a little uh, little corgi that was starting to get some um, some it was starting to get paralysed in its back legs, and so the owner went and got it some uh, a set of wheels. Nice. And so now it's the uh, it's got its nice little uh, nice little aluminium wheel cage that it runs around on, and it can it can turn and it can go to the toilet and it can go to the park and it can walk and so it's amazing what they can do in those sort of wheelchair those uh, animal wheelchair things they're they're incredible aren't they yeah yeah once they get used to it's fantastic so um you know i guess the other thing then with disabilities you know we see it a lot in older dogs is once they start to get the cognitive issues you know and, and cats as well and that's when things, can, I think in older animals, things the wheels can start to fall off a bit. Because if you've got an animal Wheels fall off the, the wheelchair. The wheels fall off the cart, absolutely. Yeah, 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 so because, do you screw them back on again? Or well, I, 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 try and, I try and let the pets do them themselves. But, you know, because it's all about independence, Lewis, you know. <laughs> you, know you want to try and be able to fend for themselves. Because what if one day the wheels fall off and there's no one there, Lewis? You that's know? true. That's um, true. They probably just wait until you get home. <laughs> so, you know, the, I, I find that with the older dogs that if they are once they start to get blind or if they're starting to then go deaf as well and if they're starting to lose their cognitive ability those are the ones where they really start to struggle they don't know where they are they're, you know especially if they're waking at night and things yes, like that it is you know it's the and they're the really hard because these are dogs that are still you know they still will eat and drink and they they you know they can walk but yep. they just you know they just really start to we, struggle i think we might uh, touch on cognitive dysfunction down the track i yeah. think no it's, it's a big behavior Massive issue one. got yeah. lots of stuff I can talk about. It's interesting you mentioned the deaf stuff. I had someone come in uh, um, uh, this week that one of their dogs was going deaf, and yeah. uh, and you know so much so that they'd open up the food tin and there was no movement when we we're lying in the bed, you know, asleep sort of thing. So they knew we were deaf. Um, and one thing I did mention, they said they're having trouble getting the dog to know when it was time to come back from the park. You know, yeah. we're out playing. You know, normally we'd come when we're called. Now it wasn't really hearing, and the owner didn't think it was selective because yeah. the dog had always come come when called in the past. And I did suggest to her that um, that you can buy. Uh, a collar that they wear that's a vibrating collar. Oh. So I'm not talking a shock collar. No, I'm not no. talking a pulse, static pulse or an e-collar, electronic no. collar. It is purely a vibration, does not give any sort of shock, shock or pulse or whatever people want to call it. Yep. Um, and it's remotely done. And all it does is you just train, the, you, she would train the dog at home when it's wearing it. You press the button, it vibrates on their collar. Yep. And, and the dog learns that I get a treat when that happens. Yes. Yep. So then you start stepping away from the, the dog in the home environment, press the collar dog looks at you comes to you gets a treat yeah so this dog starts to associate the buzzing of that collar with oh i've got to look towards mum or dad and then i can go to them and that that's the way that we talked about getting them used to coming when they're called you know that's a brilliant yeah. idea man yeah Thanks, mate. um Thanks. Did, did you see any other uh you know vibrating uh things at the uh at the dog lovers show that uh, like you have vibrating collars is that where you got the idea for that mate or oh look it? what's the time here geez we're out of time oh, we're mate. out of time okay right anyway we've got to go a couple of <laughs> mailbag <laughs> that uh that um uh we, we're going to put onto pa- on onto patreon we got uh we got one question from kirby md uh asking us about um puppies toileting where they sleep Ooh, and is okay. that a myth or is that true you know she, yes. she, she she's wondering about that um and uh, an, another one from gail outside saying uh um they're getting uh, um a new cat wondering about getting a new cat for a resident cat in the house right um and whether or not they should do that and how they go about it and then a third one uh, from anuska saying uh, asking about flying with their pet i think flying with their cat um and how, how to uh, how to prepare best for that so does anuska have wings themselves like as they uh 
you know, a, is it a, like a, a an Avengers Falcon sort of situation? A or bird? Yeah. Butterfly? Anuska the butterfly. Who's Anuska? Is Anuska an Avengers thing that I don't know well, about? Well, no, I'm, I'm just wondering if, if, if Anuska wants to find out about flying with her pet. Like, I mean, if she doesn't have wings. Oh, or, so you think the owner's got wings? Or yeah, the pet's that's got what I'm wings. trying to Sorry, I thought you said the pet it. had wings. It was a bird or something. Well, maybe. She might yeah. have a lot of birds if she's planning on flying on the back of a budgie. Get on to Patreon because this is good stuff <laughs> that we we talk about on it's Patreon. It's been a long day, a long, a long day consulting. You're all right, <laughs> mate. You've done, you've done really well. So, alrighty, guys. So, look, obviously, get on to Patreon. Um, we really appreciate the supporters we've got. We've got a, quite a bit of Q&A sitting there now. Yes. So if you go there and you know, sign up, two bucks a month or more, yes. you might, depending on what level you want, which level of very important owner you are, uh, we we can you know, give you a T-shirt, maybe maybe a, a sticker. Yeah. Uh, Robbie will sign a footy jumper for you. That's mate, right. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave a Mars bar for you. I'll send you that. And next week, mate, what, what are you... Are well, you I'm, gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm fipping it. You are? It sounds Good. like. Feline yeah. infectious peritonitis, fantastic. And I might have a chat about do cats have personalities similar to their owners? I've been putting that off for a while. Yeah. But we might get a touch onto that. Nice one. Very good. Alrighty, guys. Uh, you can ask us any questions you want to. We're on twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. We are on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, Twitter, I guess. Twitter, yes. yes. I'm on Twitter. No, on we're Twitter? on Twitter. We're both on Twitter. We're, we're both on Twitter. Yep, you're yeah. on there often. Yeah. You're tweeting away. Yeah. Tweeting. 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 We know, Adam. Tweeting. We know our yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and you yeah, find us at Patreon at Two Vets Talk Pets. Uh, otherwise, um, leave us a, a review on iTunes. We've had a few people leaving us reviews lately, which is great. Thank you very much. Because, um, yeah, leaving those reviews and especially the five-star reviews, iTunes thinks that we're legitimate and then puts us in front of other people's exactly. eyes. Only, only five-star ones. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. The other ones we delete. Can we do that? <laughs> no. No, we no, can't. No, no, no. Someone gave us a two-star review Lovely. As well. That's sweet. Yeah. It means we're legit. It means we're legitimate. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. right. We yeah. don't appeal to everybody. No. <laughs> and we're not aiming to do that. No, that's not, not at that's all. That's right. That's no. right. We're just trying to listen, talk to you. Yeah, that's exactly. Right, we're you. appealing to the listeners. Yes. And you are one of those. Yes. And if you haven't given us a review, if you could, please, that'd be awesome. We would appreciate that yep. very Fantastic. much. Oh, actually, I just wanted to say yes. as well, there's a new show coming up on channel, I think it's on channel 10, Mr. Black, Adam Zwar, our intro and outro yes. man. Yes. Is the writer of the show. Fantastic. Fantastic comedy. Get on board, guys. Listen up. He is an awesome writer. Yes. Featuring Stephen Curry. Oh, excellent. And 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 others. Yes. Other, Well-known <laughs> others that I haven't actually got a list. But get on and watch it. Is is awesome Australian comedy written by an awesome guy, Adam Zwar, who who you will hear in just a moment. Yes. We'll see you later, guys, and take it away, Adam. Yeah, and um, and yeah, maybe Lewis will get another photo with another comedian just to try and one up me too. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. See you later, bye. All right, guys, over to you, Adam. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at VetBehaviorist. And more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.